got to believe me, officer. He is coming to Haddonfield. Because I know him. I'm his doctor. You must be ready for him. If you don't, it's your funeral. Also, we join Mallory and Dave already in progress in the review of Fear Street Part 3, 1666. We can end the curse. For Shady Side. What the hell? You see it now. Sarah! The devil has come to feast on our misdeeds. And his darkness grows within each of us. Sarah Fear. You know, nothing good comes from those woods after sundown. What was that? The truth will follow you forever. What happens now? Yeah, because the hand, they know where the hand is. And because Dina and them found the body, they know where the body is. The Scoobies found the body from the first movie. So they now know the hand to the body, the tree to the body, to the forest. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, they um, managed to get the the hand, the body uh, together. Uh, Dina. uh, has a vision. Has a vision, and not just a vision. She's pulled into this vision, and mm-hmm. she basically pulled into the past. She sixteen sixty six. Yep, she enters Sarah Fear's body, and she's yep, aware of it. Swap, yeah. Yeah, I thought she... they were going to do like a swap, basically. Yeah, it it was first like you see Dina looking at the reflection of Sarah Fear. And you think, oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's her mind in the past of Sarah Fear. But then it's almost like Sarah's fear, she's just like riding it. Yeah. She's just riding her body. She doesn't have control. It's still Sarah's uh, personality. Yeah. But we see Dina as Sarah. Yeah, exactly. Kind of um, weird, but. Yeah. But I also, I just want to throw out the, the taglines for each movie because the first fear movie was Face Your Fear. The second right. part is Find the Truth. Now we're going to the last film, 1666, where it's End the Curse. End the Curse, yeah. Um, yeah, Find the Truth. That's, that's interesting because there's a couple of truths in the second one that it could, mm-hmm. relate, it could relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we go we go into the third one, and now the third one, where what would you say is the it takes its uh, roots? From? Oh God, the Salem witch trials, man, straight yeah. up, like that's where they pulled from. Yeah, yeah, I would, uh, I would definitely agree with that. Um, there, there's a couple movies that might have inspired it, uh, the witch. Mm-hmm. Ginger Snaps three, yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't feel. I, I, I feel you're right. It's, it's more the same. Didn't it didn't draw from any of those? I didn't feel any throwbacks, like any like nods or Easter eggs to either of those films. I felt like it was a complete uh, connection to real, real Salem witch trials. Which you know, again, like I've said. it really show like these films really show it sucks being a female at any point in history. <laughs> yeah, it 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 really does. There's uh, they have no power. It's always tied to the men. Uh, it's always the men, and it doesn't matter what the the women say. It's the, the men's word are always taken. Uh, 
god tell me about it it's just yeah. like uh, this this last one like even though i was like it wasn't a str- like i i like i love i really love 1978 out of all three mm-hmm. but the last one made me the most like angry social justice the thing that really got me about sarah's story is that like later find out mm-hmm. the truth in this final uh installment um I, I said to Edward, I'm like, if she had, Sarah Fear had just married, uh, uh, what was his name? Thaddeus? Was it Thaddeus or Jebediah? Um, oh, no, Solomon. Solomon. No, it was Solomon. Um, if she had just married Solomon, I think Solomon would have been just like, okay, you do your own thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, he had already lost his wife and child. Yeah. And I, I think. Uh, he uh, like I think he understood Sarah because they had a friendship, mm-hmm. you know, and he was trying to protect her up to a certain point. Yeah, um, you know, he did his best, or so we thought he was doing his best. But uh, you know, we we get the setup of all the characters, and you know, we get Solomon, we get Sarah, we get Leslie and Isaac, and we get. Mm-hmm. The pastor um, Henry and George, yes, yeah, Cyrus, Pastor Cyrus, Cyrus Miller, who's the first one. It was really the only one of the only new faces we see, probably yeah, new we, faces, because everyone is played by the past, the uh, past, the future, <laughs> the characters we've seen already, which to me is saying every, these yeah. are the descendants of these characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which was which was kind of clever. It was a little strange at first, but um, I got what they were going for. Yeah, uh, like I, you know, the thing that I liked about it was the code that they used to to um, say that there was a party tonight. Like, you know, oh, yeah. super bountiful, and I was like, <laughs> like that's so smart. Like, yeah, okay, let's let's do this. Party's on, man. <laughs> um, but you know, we get it. We get a, you know, we get a setup, and then again, Cyrus Miller is the the first um character. But like, he's he, we know from the download of you know Josh, and then Ziggy or Alice. Um, that uh, Cyrus Miller was the first, yeah, uh, killer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we we were introduced to again a relationship um, uh, between two women, mm-hmm. and and that's frowned upon even more unjustly and. Um, oh, I said, like I said, I was like, it's going to suck. This is going to yeah. suck so hard. Yeah, because yeah. we're in Puritan times, and um, they don't look kindly upon that. Yeah, Hannah Miller is, Hannah, Hannah's uh, very much into Sarah. Yeah. And I, I don't think we, like, I, personally, I don't think Sarah, like, was there was anything hinted at her character mm-hmm. uh, being uh, gay mm-hmm. or on the queer spectrum at all. She was just, uh, she was just very resourceful at, you know, like what we would consider someone who would be con- uh, accused of being a witch. Right. You know, aut- autonomous, free thinking, very resourceful. Doesn't, you know, doesn't need a man to show her how to, run her business basically and uh you know that for that that's just a a pox against her right um and then anna makes her move and i guess it's sort of an awakening for her like oh this is who i am yeah like it's not necessarily like oh like before this night i had no idea where i leaned but now i know like this is a thing. And I, I um, you know, like, I was just like, oh, this is going to suck so hard for them. This is like yeah. two marks against Sarah, one mark against Hannah. 
Mm-hmm. She's the pastor's daughter, so yeah, you know, not so not so much, but you know, ugh, just like mm-hmm. it, this that part really got to me. I was like, oh, this is gonna suck so bad. <laughs> yeah, sixteen sixty six. There's no freedom for women whatsoever. It's like marry a man, have children, and the household. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and the one so there is a um, a woman who living out in the woods, mm-hmm. and uh, who uh, has was she dubbed a witch then? Uh, I think she was, was she? But people yeah. were still using her. Yeah, for, the medicine woman. Help. The medicine woman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, played by uh, Jordana Jordana Spiro, mm-hmm. played Nurse Mary. Yeah. she's a she's a a descendant of nurse mary yeah she's listed as the widow in uh the third film yeah yeah um so anyways the the uh illicit kiss uh during the the party is spotted by uh someone mm-hmm. and um and one of the the people that, Caleb. yeah um and one of the people that she spurned his advances from um jumps onto that wagon and say oh yep yep she's uh she's a witch mm-hmm. um so, yeah well we think it's caleb but then we also think it's uh we also see thomas mad thomas the town drunk mm-hmm. has possibly seen them and i'm like oh dear dear lord this is gonna suck so hard yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it it really centers on uh, the two women, and then especially um, uh, Sarah, as they're trying to get away. Um, mm. This is so, and and this is after uh, the priest, uh, the the pastor had gone insane, seemingly, mm. and killed a bunch of uh, the town's kids. Yeah. Well, the, the well the well gets poisoned. The livestock. Yeah, oh, ours. just all these bad omens and, and curses and stuff. You relate to, and I hate to say it, like you relate to either the newcomer or the odd person in town, which I would like, you know, I'm just I'm like, yeah. oh, they're going to blame Sarah for everything, huh. for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and yeah. it's unfair. It's very unfair. Yeah. That it's... happened to many women in, yeah. in Salem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah it's just terrible. This 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 part of it, sixteen sixty six, is not going to end well. Um, no, but we also get uh, the revelation of who is behind all these uh, ill omens and and uh, evil portents and uh, bad things happening as everyone accusing Sarah of. Uh, you know, marrying Satan, basically, and that, which basically drives her to, you know, if I'm going to be accused of it, I'm going to go, I'm going to do it, and uh, get this this the book from the widow uh, that she saw when she was in there, and uh, make a pact, and you know, basically help them. Uh, and <laughs> so it's funny that the, she's driven to this. By the uh, the people that she tried to uh, get away from. Oh, I think I lost you again, Mal. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Okay. I don't know what happened there. I think this mic is a little bit. Uh, it's new mic, so it's a little bit. Uh, you know. Might be, might be the hmm. sensitive. Uh, it's also Bluetooth, so you might be getting an interruption because of that. Uh, not the headphones. I'm not using the headphones. I actually have a USB okay. mic that I have plugged in, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. But I was just going to say, like, yeah, like I just felt for her in that moment where I was just like, don't become the thing that people say you are. Like, yeah. But, you know, like, everybody well, yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, she really, she had almost no options. Like, what? What else could she have done in that instance other than just run away? 
Yeah, exactly. And yeah. but then she happens upon the the widow's uh, uh, makeshift hut, and the book is gone. And the widow is dead. The widow is dead. Yeah. So who is it? Who is who, our witch? Who indeed? Um, she seeks shelter at uh, someone that she thought she could trust. Solomon. Solomon Good. And uh, mm-hmm. this is where you find out all of the troubles of Shady Side, the curse, the the uh, the, all the evils that have been happening is all because of Solomon Good. Yep. He made the pact with the devil. Yeah. He made the pact with the devil because of his loss. Yeah. Doesn't make it doesn't make it doesn't make what he did right or fair because it didn't. It, what he did isn't isn't cool. Not cool, man. Not cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, we learned that he's the true villain of this whole story. And Sarah steps steps up and tries to uh, warn everyone. Yeah, so she tries to get away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where she loses her hand. Yep. Uh, pretty gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shocked she didn't faint. <laughs> I would have. Uh, yeah, I think any normal person would. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> she's tough. She's a tough, resourceful lady. Okay, she's gonna make it. Well, but, he yeah. offers. He offers to help her, and she. Oh, I know. Yeah. She doesn't want any of his blood money. Thank you very much. <laughs> so if yeah. Is, if this is how you get be successful in how you get things done. I don't want a part of this. Uh-huh. And that's basically like uh, she's like, I'm not making a deal with the devil just so that, you know, things can look up for me and protect protect myself because she knows that Hannah's in trouble. The, Hannah's going to take the fall, if if anything. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. It's uh. So it, it, it's a it's a race against time as she mm-hmm. tries to get to the the townsfolk. She ends up in the maze. So you find out, you know, this the uh, the cabin in part two um, and the and the underground uh, labyrinth uh, with it as well. That was all mm-hmm. uh, that was all Solomon Good's cabin it was not Sarah's. Yeah. And, oh. yeah. And we we have a mirror scene almost of uh, from part two to this as she's clawing her way up through the floorboards, uh, much like Cindy was doing in the cabin in uh, part mm-hmm. two. And uh, here it was the uh, it was the church lectern. or the yeah. yeah the lectern town hall the church yeah, schoolhouse the, yeah basically everything not a lot of buildings in this village, mm-hmm. um, but. <laughs> just just as she arrives out the door, she should have screamed something earlier. But uh, mm-hmm. then Solomon comes up behind her and screams, I, I got the witch, and her faith is basically sealed at this yes. point. Yeah. yeah. She um, implores to uh, Hannah that, you know, she'll take the... Uh, Hannah, who has been captured as well and chained up on against the well, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think she was put in the stocks because that's yeah. very painful. But most women were put in stocks. Yeah. Stocks, which, ugh, horrible, horrible form of torture. Uh-huh. Um, because uh, you can do a lot of damage to someone that way. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Um, do you think about medieval torture? <laughs> they really, they really knew how to torture people back then. <laughs> the art of misery. Uh, oh Jesus! Um, but uh, yeah, like she 
says to Hannah, I'm I'm taking the fall for you. Hannah obviously is like, no, don't do this. Like, I love you, basically. And, yeah. you know. And no. then we we go to the we go to the actual trial and execution. It's pretty quick. Yeah, it's yeah. She doesn't have a doesn't have a chance. Anna is mm-hmm. spared. Uh, Sarah is uh, doomed. Doomed. And uh, after after all was said, she does she uh, you know says her curse to the town. Well, not to the town, but to Solomon. Oh, yeah, to Solomon. That people will find out the truth. They will know the truth. Um, And you will be, I will follow you everywhere you go. Which I was like, yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we then, uh, we leave that. Uh, Dina now knows the truth. Yep. And... Someone they thought they might have been able to to trust is the person to they have on to us. Yeah. yeah they have to take down and uh <laughs> can we get um 1994 part two yeah uh, which was pre- uh, which was pretty cool I like that they uh, yeah. they did that they flip uh, it back yeah and then we get like. It's basically Tina becomes now our automatic download. She's she's basically the connection between all three. We've now like we now have the full truth. So now yep. she has to go run and relate that to everybody else. <laughs> yep. So a new group of uh, survivors and or, or Scooby Gang, I guess you can say, is uh, formed with uh, yep. Ziggy and. Josh, of course, Dina, and uh, surprise, uh, <laughs> surprise, fourth member Martin. Um, I was like, "Yeah, Martin, whoop whoop." <laughs> we're gonna kill Sheriff <laughs> Good. Are you in? <laughs> hell yeah! Like next, that was his like next, hell yeah. Yeah. Next scene, he's he's with them. <laughs> oh, and just a shout out to um, to it's Daryl. He's played by Daryl Hadari Britt Gibson. Who is also known as uh, Darius O'Dog Hill from The Wire. I don't know if you oh, ever watched The Wire. No, I, I, I haven't. No. Um, he's also been in uh, Power. Um, he's also been in Barry. Uh, he was in Keanu. He played um, he played one of the gangsters in Keanu. Oh, okay, I did see Keanu. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he plays one of the crew uh, from the strip club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's good. Like I like him. I really do like him. And he was my by far between him and Josh, my favorite characters because they're like, yeah, we're gonna go kill uh, Sheriff Goof. Are you in? Yeah. Yeah, we. So we has been my <laughs> thorn in my side. Hell yeah. Yeah, we have the. Uh, we have. He's definitely brought the comedy relief uh, into Heck into yeah. this group. Um, yeah. Uh, so basically, yeah, it's it's them now setting a trap for Sheriff Good, mm-hmm. and they know that. Um, well, now now Dina, um, the the, the serial killers, try, they 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 hunt by blood of whoever saw um, the truth. The, the, yeah, the truth. So now Dina is uh, on their on their radar. So they, mm-hmm. they they use her blood to affect to basically trap uh, good, um, and they they totally home alone uh, the mall to, mm-hmm. to try to get them and use the killers that he summons to turn against him. Yeah, uh, it's it's a pretty cool finale. Um, yeah, and shockingly, in this one, everyone survives. Yep. <laughs> which in this series pretty much everyone survives we're just going to be honest here pretty much everyone the bad yeah. guy obviously does not make it no. really no our but yeah our, our new crew does yeah our new our our survivor crew makes it mm-hmm. and everyone's better for it um, yeah <laughs> so i i but i i felt in this part like i felt very strongly that that's how it was going to end that we weren't yeah. going to lose anyone yeah um, 
not anyone important to us at this point that we've made a connection to. I thought maybe, uh, maybe um, Ziggy would have died if out of any of them. I thought she was the most likely one. Um, Yeah, maybe fall on her sword because of uh, Nick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the same time, too. Like, I mean, as much as uh, I think. Yeah, that uh, uh, Ziggy was Nick's Achilles heel. Uh, Nick was not her Achilles heel. Right. So just because he's going down doesn't mean she's going down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, and and she used that to uh, her advantage when she was... Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, to, to get away from him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, all in all, I did like the finale. I kind yeah. of... Pre- was kind of predicting it. Um, mm-hmm. I got I got most of it, but I I still enjoyed uh, watching it play out. Yeah, I like the fact that like um, they're going through the tunnels at the end, and they come up through the goods house, like the mansion that they live in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything's connected to the mansion. I'm like, yeah, of course it is. How the heck does he sneak around through yeah. the secret tunnels? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, but- yeah, like we find out that it's been passed through generations of the good family, and obviously, you're not going to trust Will, the mayor of uh, Sunnyvale, with that information. They're going to trust the smart one who was always Nick. That's right. You know, the you know trust the brains of the operation, obviously. Um, but yeah, I just I like the end. I like the fact that they come up through the the tunnel. They're in the mansion. They're like, okay, what the hell. And then they walk outside, and the curse is broken. And not only is the curse broken, but it, it's almost like a karmic effect. Yeah. <laughs> like whole the scales are balanced. A bunch of bad stuff starts happening to uh, the uh, Sunnydale. Sunnyvale people, yeah. Like, the, yeah. the garbage truck hits the guy in the car. Yeah. I, I thought uh, that was, like, a really nice karmic like mm-hmm. balance like i'm like okay now everything's gonna be fair again yeah that you know we're gonna get the union and not the separation <laughs> but it, but in the meantime it, it seems almost like sunnyvale has some catching up to do oh heck yes <laughs> heck yes like now you know what what is it like um i want to relate it to like the good place uh where it's like they like all these good things are happening and then um, I don't know if you've have you watched The Good Place. I hope you have. No, I've watched a couple of the episodes. Okay, I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but yeah, like just the balance of like of like good and bad, right? And um, it, it, like honestly, I implore you watch all the seasons. It's fantastic. I love that show so much, and <laughs> and the whole they put moral like relativism in there like it's just it's a very well done show mike sure is a genius but um (laughs) (laughs) he brought us the office the american office parks and recreation um the good place so all i can say is there's there there have been not there haven't been any misses for mike sure um in in tv history so um, but yeah, like I just I love this this whole series like very blended very well one se- like one into the other like it had its ups and downs but I think the highest point was uh, part two. Yeah, yeah that was the um, one that was my most favorite. The music from number one was my favorite, but also like the music and the story from number two was the strongest point of that whole series. Yeah, I mean. Number number two had some really great uh, tunes as well um, mm-hmm. from the seventies. Um, mm-hmm. You know, from Runaways, David Bowie, mm-hmm. uh, Cat Stevens. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I do. Obviously, you know, the nineties was definitely more Captain and Tennille. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, when they played "Love Keep Will Keep Us Together," I was like, <gasps> I love yeah. that song. <laughs> yep. Um Velvet Underground with their version of Sweet Jane. Yeah. Uh, that was that was that was good stuff too. Um yeah. but yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the series as a whole. 
I've, yeah. I've watched it twice now. I'll probably watch it a third time. It might go into my, ro my rotation. Of, um, oh, interesting. What? Oh, I like. I, I don't think I'll watch it again. I don't think I will. But oh no, I um, I liked it a lot. Wow. Um, I will okay. probably put it into my rotation of uh, things to watch on an annual basis. So I'm going to ask you, how many skulls out of five would you give the whole series? We're doing Shutter ratings. Um, yeah, well, I, I call it my ratings. Okay, Shutter just stole from me. They didn't take that. They didn't give me any credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that for years. Okay. <laughs> uh the whole series. Yeah, the whole series out of five. Um, I would give it four point three. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's a fair that's a fair one. Four point three out of five. I'm comparing to like, okay, what other horror films? If I'm if I'm only going past like horror series, if I'm only going past like uh, up to the third film, mm -hmm. what would I what would I give? And there's very few horror series I thought where I consistently enjoyed the first three. You know, it, it's like I can't say Halloween. Uh, I can't. I can't. I mean, I, I, I would. Mm, Nightmare on Elm Street is close. Yeah. The uh, well, the see the second, and if we're going by original series, the second was not as strong, uh, as strong of yeah. an entry as one and three were. But I did like that they went in a different direction. Uh, yeah, and, and especially knowing more about the second film um, after watching um, the In Search of Darkness uh, doc, <laughs> uh, and I <laughs> I have to watch the 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 specific documentary on on the Nightmare on Elm Street too. Yeah, um, so I I have more appreciation of it. Uh, I haven't seen yeah. the film since I probably first saw it, uh, so. Uh. I don't know. I'm going to do a rewatch uh, on it. It's uh, um, honestly, it's burned into my memory. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, I think it was real. Like, I mean, I, like I would say I'm around the same as you. I would, I would give it a four and a half out of five. Okay. To be honest. But uh, like, I'm being completely biased in terms of music and uh, the <laughs> actors in this one. Yeah. And, and just the, the well well put together homages and it, yeah. where, where they pull the influence. I mean, it's nostalgic without being nostalgic. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, I, I do see myself watching it again. I, I, I liked all the performances. I, I don't mm -hmm. think there really was a weak performance that I can think of. Mm -hmm. Um, the characters who I like, or I was supposed to like, I did. Mm -hmm. uh, it had a nice mystery to it. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, you're going to lose uh, some of it on rewatches with the mystery because you do know what's going on. And this one heavily depended on, like, for fir like first watch, I would say this would be closer to like 4.7 mm -hmm. on, on my first You know watch. what's interesting is that. Um... The music supervisor on this series was uh, Marco Beltrami. And he's, uh, he was the music supervisor who worked on Scream, Mimic, The Faculty, The Resident Evil movie, the first one, okay. The Woman in Black, A Quiet Place. He's, he's, the, he's the music guy. Huh. Oh, you mean the, like the yeah. um, score? The music score? No, the supervisor. Oh, okay. And he did the music on it, yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. He's actually, I liked the, the score in this one too. The score was pretty solid. Yes. Uh, it, it did stand out. And um, I, I, I liked the, the chanted whispering, uh, the vocal tracks that they used. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was good. It, it added, it added to the fear. It added to the uh, adrenaline. Uh, I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, it was just it was fantastic. It like it was a nice like honestly the transitions were seamless. In this one, do I think they could have played a little bit more of each song in the first one? Yeah, 
Uh, I could have listened to more of Closer. Yeah. 100%. I know. But, you know, they got to fit dialogue in. I guess. <laughs> they could have played it underneath the dialogue like they and, did on a lot of 90s teen dramas, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, got to get the original score guy to do some work yeah. as well. But it's a, it was solid. I think so too, and I think if for an experiment, if this was kind of an experiment, um, I think they they hit it They're out apart. Uh, yeah, we're left with a uh, end credit uh, teaser of someone grabbing the book from yeah. the author. Um, who grabbed I mean, the book? Who grabbed <laughs> the book? So we could get another set of films. We could get a series. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Um, hopefully, it did well. Uh, viewership. Netflix being tight-lipped as always. Oh yeah, uh, you know what? Just the release your numbers, Netflix. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. so we know what to watch more of if we love it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Ridiculous, but uh, I think I mean it was trending in Canada uh, mm-hmm. quite high, um, and it, and it was like got good word of mouth. So I don't yeah. see why we won't get more. Uh, you know what like even edward enjoyed this because i was i was a little bit worried about his opinion on it because i like i i don't want to make him watch something he doesn't want to watch right and normally that's documentaries all the way through because <laughs> i'll watch a lot of do- i watch a lot of documentaries when he's not home <laughs> um but yeah he liked it he enjoyed it he was like yeah the music because as soon as i watched the like i started watching the first one for a short period and then I heard all the music and I'm like, oh no, this is all music he loves. Throwing a little bit of corn into that, like freak on a leash <laughs> and are falling away from me. And he would have just been like, Yeah, okay. Or throw in some Lincoln Park. That would have sold him a hundred percent. Like they didn't throw in Lincoln Park, but Lincoln Park was more mid to late nineties, not nineteen ninety four. Right. But right. I mean, it's me all music that he enjoys and listened to, and and I, we connect in that way, especially with our music interests. Right, like he's he's all over the place. Thank God, and I'm all over the place with that too. So I was like, as soon as I watched the first stretch, I was like, no, he's gonna want to watch this. <laughs> so I had to stop watching. I was like, okay, we have to watch this together. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he was like, okay, fair enough, no problem. And then. That was it. Like he he enjoyed it thoroughly. So Edward, again, Edward's a little less discerning than I am when it comes to movies, but I also know what to look for. <laughs> right. And like I told you, with Candyman, he gave it four and a half. Like he gave it four skulls out of five. Right. But you know, Charlene gave it three. I gave it three and a half. <laughs> so <laughs> he's he watches movies for the sake of watching movies. He doesn't watch movies because he's looking for anything in particular, but he, he has some pretty good insights too. He, but uh, he's like, you don't need to tell me that it's this, that it's a metaphor for this, or it's a metaphor of like, you know, women, <laughs> women being, uh, you know, I, and you know, he actually agreed with me. He was like, I like the fact that, you know, Dina, and Sam weren't like they, yeah, they're lesbians, but it's not integral to the p- plot of the story. Yeah, like they weren't standing for something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I hate to say it, but that's what a lot of 90s movies really, and early 2000s movies really tried to make a point of like, oh, we're putting this in here because, you know, social justice and this is a society we live in. And I'm like, why couldn't we just tell these stories from the beginning? Why did we have to watch four weddings and a funeral to get a hint of a, a homosexual relationship? You know, without even actually saying it, you know, until one of right. them dies, until one of them gets fridged. Um, yeah. You know, and I appreciated that. Like, 100%. I was like, see, I'm like, this is how you do movies. You you bring up something, that, like an important integral part of the world we live in, and, but don't make it. This is a social justice thing. This is not a. This is just a part of the story, you know. Yeah, unless you're setting out to to make that message, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you you got to you know, just just tell a good story. And I mean, yeah. this is this is this when it, people of minorities and that want to be included, just mm-hmm. included. They want to see themselves represented. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. And not always be preached to or just just more representation in a natural way as yeah you know, agreed as, you know is is the is the way to go and i think this did it really fairly well um yeah i haven't yeah, heard we don't have to we don't have to go out looking for a movie that represents everything you know it's represented in like all of it's represented in this movie like i mean we did get a nod at like you know like uh yeah like being a black man in a small town is not helpful either yeah martin martin's only in part one and two you do not see like other than um josh because he's carried over in every film yeah um he's the only black character but you know there was a nod to yeah like the police suck like they do profile they do make a scapegoat you know yeah and well the only male black character dina's black as well yeah um yeah the only male black character yes dina is um is black um but yeah like i i like but the other thing too is like they also bring up like the 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 color spectrum too right like she doesn't present as black yeah. she's mixed but her brother is very much like presents black but yeah like that's another thing that they bring up in this movie without actually touching on it really you know they're just brother and sister and that's it they don't discuss the color like the colorism of this film as uh these films as well so um but yeah overall i liked it i really did it's (laughs) uh and the character the tropes that they brought up and tore down and yeah, it was, it was it was a good mix of um uh, scares, gore, yeah. comedy, um a uh a good uh, backstory. Oh yeah. Um with a good resolution. Mm-hmm. Uh surprises, uh shocks. Um mm-hmm. it, it just kind of ran the the gamut. And yeah. Um, and just well shot too. There was some interesting uh, uh, camera mm. shots there. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I would have watched it in theater probably <laughs> if we were allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I hope I hope we see uh, more uh, from uh, the director. Oh, interesting enough. Uh, speaking of uh, Lee Janiak. Um, she's married to Ross Duffer of the Duffer Brothers. Ah, interesting. So, funny side. I just, uh, I just uh, wikied that. But yeah, they're huh. they're married. Huh. Yeah. Huh. huh. <laughs> interesting. Interestingly enough, they've been married since 2015. Netflix getting their own uh, family here uh, together. Exactly. Well, apparently, I don't know if you've watched the documentary, the true crime documentary, The Staircase. No. But she's going to direct the the actual, like, crime drama of it. uh, Of the, like, of the the, uh, true crime story. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting enough. Uh, but yeah, like uh, you know what? Solid movie, solid solid story, solid acting. Like four and a half for me out of five for the whole trilogy. And cool. yeah, uh, that's where I stand on it. <laughs> All right, so uh, both recommend it if you're a horror fan, thriller fan, uh, Fear Street fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just uh, probably not for the real youngins, but you know. I, no, I don't I, let anyone under the age of ten watch this. Yeah, yeah, 
<laughs> what am I to say? I I saw Friday Thirteen Part Two. I think when I was like eleven or so. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I saw it when I was 14. That was like the first time I watched the entire thing. But I also asked for the box set. Yeah. Uh, for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, like when I started going, like, is it okay if I ask for this? Is it okay if I get this now? Like, you're not going to say it's not for me. Cool. <laughs> Because um, I was in a lot into a lot more darker stuff than that too. I was watching Spawn, uh-huh. animated series. I was watching the Max. So like, yeah, like my parents had no idea how yeah. how dark it was going. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> so what what's uh, on your docket for watching next? Any uh, movies upcoming? Well, I watched Candyman with Charlene, which we will be reviewing next yeah. week. Yep, next weekend. Yeah, which I again I I give it three and a half out of five. But um yeah, um the next one is probably Halloween Kills. I'll probably watch Malignant, Midnight Mass. Um uh, I just am gonna watch Child's Play, the remake. All right. Uh, with Edward tonight. Um and I, I'm gonna bear down and watch it because i just i don't know i don't know how i feel uh-huh about it because i like aubrey plaza i think she's fantastic but i don't necessarily um i'm, I'm not necessarily for a reboot right, <laughs> or right. a modernized reboot of something that I, I i thoroughly enjoyed in the first place don't take away my voodoo okay and take away my voodoo or my Santeria. Like, just keep that integral to the plot, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's next. Um, ah, there's so many on the docket now. Like, because we're opening up again, we're getting a whole bunch, like, that are being released. Like, there's so many movies that have come out that are get- not getting wide release that I'm just I'm like, oh, snap. Like, yeah. Like, oh. Like I, I can't wait. I can't wait for Malignant though. I'm gonna watch it. Obviously, I'm gonna go to theaters and watch it. Watch it with my mom because I can't go see a ho- like. I went to see Candyman with Charlene because I, uh, when we did the uh, trivia night, I asked her. I was like, "Do you want to go do it?" Because we saw the first It together. We didn't see the second It together because of uh, life and being busy. But um, yeah, I just I was like, I have like. Like Charlene's one of the like other other than you, Charlene's one of the few people that I'll go see horror stuff with, like where I honestly value their opinion uh, post watching. You know, um, as not many of my friends are into horror like I am. (laughs) Yeah, I have very few, and even fewer now that two of my friends have moved across the country. So that that was that was half our movie watching group right there. So oh, geez, I, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go see it with um, the the final of our four <laughs> on uh, Candyman mm-hmm. uh, this week, hopefully. Um, if he can't make it, I'll, I'll go by myself. Uh, it's because we're yeah. going to talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to Malignant as well. Uh, I forgot mm-hmm. it was this soon. Yeah. And um, Halloween Kills. Trying to keep away from reviews. I caught one today and they're like oh i try not to i like i really like um even social media man did you read the i you know what the thing is now that i'm like i've been so busy with like work and because things have sort of been on the hush hush Uh and since we've now opened up our uh Anyone who's listening, please check out our Instagram official page, May Contain Violence. Uh, David posts very regularly all of his cool stuff, his T-shirts, uh, his favorite pics. Uh, eventually, I will get myself my stuff on there, too. Also, we have our Facebook page as well. And, yeah, just join the fan group if you want to get uh, regular updates of what we're into, what we've been influenced by, et cetera, et cetera. And also... We're going to be going to Toronto after dark. Even if we don't get the press passes, we will be going as regular fans. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But also I have an update for that for you. So I like, I did uh, redo the 
me do your uh, application. Okay. And uh, it said, we'll know by October 8th. Okay. Whether or not uh, we have a press pass. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> but I also said you were interested in watching uh, the shorts uh-huh. online, as well as uh, interviewing any of the filmmakers, if we can get any filmmakers. That would be okay. awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. But, you know. I, I, you know, we're, we're, we're building, we're building this, uh, little engine. Yeah. <laughs> that is may contain <laughs> violence and, you know, like, let's take this to the next level with, uh, are you calling this our second season coming up? Cause you've uh, been doing this for a full year by yourself. Yeah, This is, um, it's actually more third season. Um, is it third season? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This I, I'm going to start this as the third season. I can make the seasons long or short as I want. Yeah, true. <laughs> so that's true. Um, You're the boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the one putting it up there. So uh, I'm going to call it because because I think around Halloween is a good time to start the new season type of thing. Yeah. So. Well, think- your your anniversary of your fir- first episodes coming up. God, it is too. Yeah, and our anniversary and our anniversary of uh, our first episode together yep. with me featured as a guest. Yeah, um, on the pod. Yeah, I'll probably. Yeah, actually, now I think about it, I'll probably make October uh, the start of season three. So this might close out season two, which is totally awesome. So yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're we're coming out of uh, the the quarantine. And uh, we're going to start really getting into the horror again. Yes, we are. Um, (laughs) I also plan to see, uh, I don't know if you've seen the trailer yet, um, or the new trailer, uh, Last Night in Soho. Yeah, that looks so good. Edgar Wright. Yeah, oh, it's interesting because Charlene's like, this looks creepy because it came up in the Candyman trailer, uh, okay. the, the the pre-trailer, so the pre-show. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, she she was like, uh, "Who's like?" I was like, "Oh, I'm looking forward to this." And she's like, "Oh, um, I haven't like I like I don't think it just clicked for her because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, Edward Edgar Wright hasn't let us down once." And she goes, "Oh, what has he done before?" And I was like baby driver that's one that's very mainstream but for those of us who know he's done Shaun of the dead he's done hot fuzz and the world's end for our super fandom and scott pilgrim versus the world the world yep and he just seems you know he just seems to blend very well and i'm looking forward to this because this, this is gonna take a thriller take on it i think mm-hmm. Yeah, it might oh, be definitely. some time travel or some, you know, some supernatural oh, yeah. things going on. Some sort of, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm really looking. It's very, very different from um, what he's given us uh, so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm glad he's, he's the type of director who is, he definitely takes risks. Um, who will explore other avenues. He never does the same thing twice, really, unless he's unless it's supposed to be unless it's an in uh, <laughs> an hmm. in joke. Um, but um, yeah, I've never been disappointed with uh, with any of his work. Yeah, and you know what? He seems to just get the rights to everything, every music, like every song. <laughs> he just how like, his music supervisor is amazing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's he's one of those few directors who, oh, man, he he not only gets the rights to the music, but use it in such inventive or just the perfect way. Um, mm. The only other director that really jumps to mind at his level, and I I think he's even a level above. Uh, but like James Gunn comes really close. Oh uh, God, yeah, and I still haven't seen Suicide Squad, so please don't spoil it for me. I won't. Um, I love it. Do you know how hard it's been to avoid spoilers? Like anytime I, I, I like I go on Instagram or you know, like I don't really generally go on Facebook, even though I do for the the May Contain Violence page, but uh, I 
to try my my hardest not to to spoil myself anymore yeah. because it, and it's hard to uh-huh. it's hard to because it's just like it's out there people are recording it they're giving their feedback on it there's fan pages there's fan counts it's just like quick 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 the, the digestion <laughs> well, it's off hbo max now uh, oh, okay. so, so you could only see it in theaters i don't know how much longer it's going to be in theaters yeah um I, I'll, like i'll see like i want to see shang chi too because i want to support saimu oh, yeah yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah good old toronto boy let's support mm-hmm. him yeah uh-huh. and uh, i you know i just i really do hope that like you know this is marks a change for um for cinema and storytelling with us uh, with shang chi because other than crazy rich asians and the joy luck club we really don't have a lot of asian representation on film except for the films that we get from out of Hong Kong and Japan. Yeah. And Korea. Uh-huh. Like we haven't had a successful North American based um, film. Yeah. With, yeah. with, with majority of uh, Asian cast and crew. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Let's support our boy. Like, well, it's it's doing <laughs> banger numbers right now, and yeah. uh, critic critical wise as well. So I think yeah. we're gonna see Simu in uh, more things. <laughs> yeah, uh, more things, but he's 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 gonna have a long run in at Marvel um, if he chooses. Oh, for sure. So, so honestly, I, I I just like that he's passionate. That's yeah. one thing. He's he doesn't hide his feelings like I, that's one thing i like about him as a as a public persona is like he was on kim's convenience for four five se- four seasons of kim's five convenience. wasn't it wasn't it five 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 yeah five yeah and, and the fact that he wanted to keep it going he was very happy yeah on that show and then it was the showrunner who didn't want to do it anymore yeah. he goes yeah i was he goes, you know, there's so few um, shows that represent, and even on, I hate, like, sadly, Canadian television, it's the same thing. We don't have a lot of, like, verse representation, um, you know, and it's one of the few shows, like, one of the few comedies that was on CBC that I really enjoyed watching. And I know a few people that, like, a few of my friends worked as uh, crew members on the show. So, like, you just hope that more shows like that get a chance to be on television, be on streaming, you know? Yeah. But this one wasn't a matter of it being canceled. It was because the showrunner didn't want to continue with it and it's kind of sad what you're finding out from behind the scenes like that the writer's room was not as diverse as it could have been yeah yeah i've, I've been reading I, I i follow him on instagram and uh, mm-hmm. i've been re- reading his posts and all that it's like oh man that's a it's a damn shame um it, is. it truly yeah. is and well i even say this now because i mean i'm re-watching the entire run of mom and mm-hmm. I go, I go. I said to Edward, I'm like, this is what happens when men write a show about women and how they think women actually talk to one another, but it's very masculine, right? And I'm like, I'm not saying that there aren't masculine energy, females with masculine energy, and that don't act that way, but um, the show, like the way that they write the female characters, and it, it's very like. I don't like I rewatch on rewatch. I'm like, "Mm, this is what they think. Like how women talk to each other or how they want women to talk to each other. Not necessarily how women actually talk to each other and support each other. Um, You know, so that's how I like, I mean, we just need more diverse writers rooms. Like let, let the women in, let the people of color in. Yeah. No. Yeah. Who who better to tell the stories than the people who are actually experiencing? Yeah. 
No, <laughs> those, yeah. those milestones. Hundred percent agree. <laughs> like common sense, uh, uh, creative process. You know. Yeah. Uh, um. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap up this episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will see you in season three. In yeah, I'm gonna say October. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say October. <laughs> we'll 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 lead, we'll lead off with uh with a uh, review of Candyman. Candyman, uh, and wow. don't say it five times in the mirror. Don't do it. We're Man, telling Candyman, you. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Oh shit! I was looking at. Oh monitor. shit! <laughs> <laughs> I got no mirror. I got onto her desk. <laughs> and we'll have, we'll have a we'll have a guest uh, on as well. Uh, yeah, Miss Charlene. Her yeah, return yeah. of Charlene. We love Charlene. We do, <laughs> Charlene. If we're if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> that will wrap up another episode. Hope you enjoyed our discussion. If you would like to follow us on social media, we have both an Instagram and a Facebook page. Just type in May Contain Violence in the search engine, and we should pop up as quick as Michael Myers does after he gets shot in the chest. Until next time.